Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to our program, The Bliss of Marriage. And the date today is the 20th of Muharram, 1445. Corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 8th of August, 2023. Alhamdulillah, we make shukr to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. And as well, we make dua for those who are sick as such. Our Mulan Arafat Sap went for an operation yesterday. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him total 100% shifa. And Alhamdulillah, our Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sap, Ahmad Prakatu is here. Our number that you will dial for your queries is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. And if you are outside of South Africa, you will dial plus 27 is the code 84786-3132. Let's welcome Azad Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Saab Tamad Barakatu. Mufti Saab, Assalamu Alaikum Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وزايد كان جزاك الله خيرا مفتساب when is the best time to make نكاح بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If we are asking which day is the best to perform nikah, then without a shadow of doubt, it is Jumu'ah Friday, Sayyidul Ayyam. And which time on a Friday? So it could be before Jumma Salat, after Jumma Salat. But the best time will be between Asr and Maghrib, that Isa'i Mustajaba, the time when du'as are accepted. If we are asking which place it is supposed to be, then the hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif, A'alinun Nikah, that announced the Nikah, informed the public, وَجْعَلُوهُ fil masajid and perform the nikah in the masajid, masjid. Nowadays we see there's a trend in some places, some countries, that they want to perform the nikah in the hotels or in the civic center or at home and so forth. The nikah will be valid, but remember you're depriving yourself of the barakah and blessing of the best place that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam hadith in Muslim Sharif of the Lulbiqah, that the best place is the masajid, are the masajid and washarrul biqah, and the worst place are the aswaq and the markets and so forth. So therefore, we should try and perform it on a Friday and in the masajid. And remember which month, then Shawwal is the best month. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu nikah took place to Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha on Shawwal and Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha had no children. 
but she would encourage her nephews, nieces, family members to get married during the month of Shawwal, as mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. And which date, remember, it was the 10th of Shawwal that he, Habibuna Rasulullah, married Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha, as Mullah Ali Qari has mentioned in Mirqat, that is the commentary of Mishkat Sharif. So all these factors should be taken into consideration. But now we are in Muharram, so it doesn't mean now you must wait till Shawwal. You get married as soon as possible. Now in Muharram, Safar Rabiul Awal. So that is what Islam teaches us. Ya Ma'ashir Shabab, That once you have the financial, physical means, then you must get married immediately. You must not delay, delay. Remember delay in this, at the sweep of the shaitan. The sweep means with the scene that you delay, delay. That is from Satan and Lucifer and Shaitan. So certain things we must make ta'ajil and make haste in it. A person says, my sister-in-law refuses to speak to me since Idul Adha. She has a misunderstanding. I sent her gifts, but she didn't reply. She refuses my phone calls too. They say I should give her some space. So you must remember, get the third party to speak to her and so forth. That person is not a liar who goes as a third party and he goes and explains and he can add some spice also and say the person likes you and really wants to speak to you and so forth and so on. That is the aim of shaitan and Satan, you must remember. Between husband and wife, you farriquna bihi that in Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 102, he wants to cause separation between husband and wife, remember that, and between brothers, sisters, Muslim, male, female, that he wants to cause all these problems. Look at all these ahadis. You will find them in Mishkat Sharif. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La yahillu li muslimin ayyahjur akhahu fawqa salath. It's not permissible for a Muslim person to sever ties with another Muslim person for more than three days. Famana hajara fawqa salath. And whosoever sever ties with another person for more than three days, famata, and then he or she died, for the then dakhalannar, they enter jahannam. This is when we are severing ties for our own ego, our own lust and desires. Otherwise, for the sake of Allah, our son, daughter, a person does not read Salat, the lady don't want to dress modestly, and we're openly violating the laws of Allah, and then you say, go, I won't speak to you. So that is al-hubbulillah So that is 100% and not only permissible, but encouraged in Islam to love for the sake of Allah and to hate for the sake of Almighty Allah, the hadith in Mishkar Sharif. And remember that if you open Mishkat Sharif, you will find under Babul Asabiya and that. So what you will see that all the good deeds we do, none of it will be accepted. Our Salat, our fasting, our charity, our Hajj, our Umrah. And the angels are commanded, Utrukhuma, leave these two parties, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. 
Leave all their actions in abeyance. Hatta yastaliha till they reconcile. So for the reconciliation will be the means of acceptance of our deeds in the court of Almighty Allah. And the converse will also apply that all the good deeds we perform will be rejected or be kept one side until and unless we reconcile. Could you give a present and gift, but you say she took the present, but she don't want to speak to you. That also is Shayun Ajib, something strange. Habibuna sallallahu some authentic hadith in Behaki. Give gifts to one another, and that will generate mutual love. Because when you give gifts to one another, that removes the malice, the rancor, the hatred. So that is what we should be doing. Alhamdulillah. Muftisa, please advise what to do or what to say to my husband who has the habit of bringing friends and cousins to play TV games for the whole day. So you must remember that you must tell them they're not welcome in your house and tell your children to tell them, tell your family members to tell them. Then he will bring his friends, he will bring this one, that one. And not only that, then they will come there and they expect you must entertain them. You must make the tea, you must make the dessert, you must make the samosas and bhajas and whatever else. So all that is haram, you must remember. And then there's no concern of Salat, there is no concern about what language they speak and it is a carnival party atmosphere you must remember so therefore all that is haram and not permissible and what are they doing? Exactly what Quran says you must not do open chapter 23 verses 1, 2, 3 and 4 قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ Indeed the true believers are successful what are their attributes and qualities? They are the ones who read Salat with devotion, concentration. They are those people who turn away from all futile and speech and deeds and actions and so forth. They are active in charity and all. So you see all this totally the opposite of what Quran Sharif is teaching. So you must not allow this and you must make it clear to your husband that you no more going to allow all this haram to be perpetrated under your nose and so forth. They're not welcome in your house. These are bad elements. And remember, they remove the barakah and blessing from the house. The more haram we do, when people convenient forget selective amnesia the advices they are given we open the doors of everything but that is not baraka is muhula extension and respite and then hatta idha farihu bima'utu when they extremely happy with what they were given suddenly we seize them and then they become totally disillusioned and so forth so therefore you must put a stop to it immediately the person says my husband doesn't like it when I say no I don't know what to tell him. 
Yeah, you must tell him if he wants to bring his friends and all that, then you're not cooking for them, you're not entertaining them. And remember, even if he tells you, because this is sinful activities and you don't want to be part and parcel of it, Quran Sharif states, Surah 5, verse number 2, وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا Do not cooperate in sin and transgression. Muftisab, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call Ibrahim alayhi salam Khalilullah? Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, place Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam through so many tests and trials. وَإِذِبْتَلَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنْ so every test and trial, you must remember he passed, not scraping through, but he passed come day with distinction and flying colors. So therefore, Almighty Allah elevated him, elevated. Take a brief history of Nabi Ibrahim, where is he born? His Milad Mubarak in Ur. Ur was there, you must remember, in olden times in Iraq. And nowadays he's part of Turkey and that the ulama have written. And thereafter, then he grows up and so forth. Then he gets married, and what happens? Then you must remember that he smashes the idols and all that to pieces. Then they cast him in the fire. Almighty Allah saves him. Ya rukuni barda wa salaman al-Ibrahim. He makes hijrat, and then they in Egypt, big problem. That person, that dictator, wants to molest and harass his wife, Sayyidah Sarah radiallahu anha. And then the, another test for him, he told them that Adi Ukhti, that this is my sister, and he, this you call Tauria. The, the person you're addressing, the addressee, understands one thing, and you, the Mutakallim, you take another meaning. So therefore, it's no lie. It means my Muslim sister, and they took it as biological sister. And thereafter, then he gave them, Nabi, uh, gave Nabi Ibrahim, Sayyidina Hajar, radiallahu anha. Then when they settled there in Canaan in Palestine, so what happens? Says Sayyidah Hajra radiallahu anha gives birth. And obviously now the tension builds up, you must remember. So Nabi Ismail salam goes with his father, builds the Kaaba, Musharrafah and so forth. Then he leaves them there, you must remember, in that young age and so forth. Thereafter, building of the Kaaba. Now look at all these tests and trials. And thereafter, when Nabi Ismail is a young age, go and slaughter him, sacrifice him. See how many tests and trials and so forth. And then the people, they turn against him and so forth. Yuhi, where you meet Namurut. He says, what you talk of Allah? I'm Allah myself. I can give life and death and so forth. So Nabi Ibrahim salam debated with them. So like that, his father also manufacturing and making idols. So look at so many opposition, and each one he passed with flying, flying colors. And then all Allah gave him demise day in the land of Palestine. You go to Khalilur Rahman, Hebron, you will see the grave Mubarak there, where Baruch Goldstein, the Harami, the super terrorists, murdered our brothers. Ramadan time, 16 Ramadan in, in Jerusalem, in Palestine, and 15 Ramadan, yeah, Saturday morning, Fajr time. And this uh, Ben Gwey, his best friend, Baru Goldstein, the Harami, both super terrorists, one already dispatched to hell. So we must remember that. So all that happened in that masjid there. So it shows that Almighty Allah announces, وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا
So that is why, because of his loyalty, wa Ibrahim alladhi waffa. You see, he was so loyal to all Allah, Jalla Wala, all times, all places, all circumstances. So the more loyal to are to all Allah, Allah elevates a person even in this day and age. You can't become Habib Allah, Khalil Allah, but you can become Waliullah. Remember that you become the special friend of all Allah, Jalla Wala. Muftisab, my daughter received a proposal recently. However, close family spread lies about us. Any du'as we can read for protection from this and a good proposal? Remember you, your daughter, your son, tell them always to read Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurta'ayun Ya Allah, grant us spouses and children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. So inshallah, you read two rakat salat, you read this dua in sajda, out of salat, all that. Then to protect yourself from the harm of people, the jealousy of people, read these five sixty. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas The entire surah abundantly That is the most powerful ta'weez Ya uqba La yata'awwadu ahadum mi mithlihima No one can give you a better ta'weez And protection than this Mu'awwadatain It will give you protection And you will become mu'awwadatain You will be protected by all my Allah Surah 40 4 oh, verse 44 and what is that my matters my affairs I hand them over to you ya Allah you are all observing you know who's right who's wrong ya Allah in the very next verse Allah Ta'ala says Allah will protect that person from the plotting planning of those who are scheming against you Mamakaru, you see Next one, Surah 29, verse 30, Surah Ankabut, the spider. Rabbin surni alal qawmil mufsideen. O Almighty Allah, you assist me against the mischief makers, troublemakers, and so forth. And then the next one, you read Surah 3, verse 173. And after our program start, no problem. Walillahil Asma'ul Husna. Fadu'uhu biya. Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. Invoke the name of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. And you try and by heart it, you look inside and read. Both are acceptable and very good. Virtuous, meritorious deeds. Man hafidaha dakhalal jannah. Hadith Bukhari Sharif. The 99 names you by heart it, you go to Jannah and Paradise. Man ahsaha dakhalal Jannah. You look inside and you read it. Hadith in Tirmidhi, you go to Jannah. And when you read that, then when you come to the word muntaqimu, then say, Ya muntaqimu, Ya muntaqimu, Ya muntaqimu. Ya Allah, these people who are spreading those rumors and false messages about us, our family, you take retribution. You punish them. We won't do anything. You do it, Ya Allah. 
See how Allah will humiliate them, disgrace them. Because Quran says, when you are going to cause harm to people and you're doing that because of jealousy, envy, hatred, and you're plotting, planning against them, before Surah Yasin you will find it, وَلَا يَحِيقُ الْمَقْرُ السَّيِّئُ إِلَّا بِأَهْلِ That when you make makar and the evil plotting, planning, it will fall upon you sooner or later. In Arabic, they got a wonderful proverb saying, not hadith, it's a saying, Man hafara hufratan li akhi waqa'afiha. You dig a hole for your brother, you will fall inside. How many times we saw this in our life? And obviously we are human beings. There are raw emotions involved. That your daughter was fixed. All the people were very much interested. And then the husbara, the propaganda and the lies took place. Husbara is the term of the jutlas and the haramis when they make propaganda. So then they did all this. So then worry, sorry, anxiety overtakes a person. Then read, La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-zalimin. Truly, ya Allah, there is none worthy of worship but you, and everlasting glory, perfection is for you. Inni kuntu min al-zalimin. Allah Ta'ala rescued Nabi Yunus salam and said, وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Similarly, we will rescue the true believers as well. So all these are Quranic verses. Allah Jalla Wala make easy and give out charity also daily, one ren, two ren, and Allah Ta'ala is the one who will make, you must remember, all these musibats and calamities, Allah Ta'ala will divert it away from you through His grace and mercy, benevolence and mercy, inshallah. A person asks why are perfumes, or in fact, are perfumes with alcohol the net permissible to use? Remember, it's permissible to use. You apply it on your body, you apply it on your clothing, all that, you read Salat with it, and that is valid. Salat is valid. If you want an academic discussion on this, go open Mufti Taqi Usmani's book, Takmila Fathil Mulhim, and there the third volume, wonderful academic discussion. That is fatwa, that is the verdict. Taqwa, precaution, that's something else. You must remember that. So if a person sees that in that perfume is written the alcohol and so forth, you don't use it. So we will say it's better and precaution that you don't use it at all, not on your body and not on your clothing. And for women, if they going out after applying that perfume, makeup and whatever, then these are the consequences. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, and his hadith is sahih, authentic hadith. When a woman leaves a home and emerges from a home, she applied the makeup, mascara, lipstick, dipstick, all that, and and she passed the man, became center of attraction, everybody looking at her, who said this? Rahmatulil Alameen, sallallahu alayhi She is just like an adulteress. She is just like a adulteress. Remember this. So that is what the Nabi Mustafa Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi said. So for the lady to do that and go out in front of all and sundry, like happens in weddings and walima and all, they say wedding, they say walima is sunnah, and that. but look at all the haram that is committed. So we must be clear on all these type of issues. 
non-Muslims ridicule Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa for marrying Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha at, at nine years. So what response should we be giving to them? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala speaks of the Master Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Zat Mubarak himself, him personal self, what Allah Ta'ala says, وَرَفَعَنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ and we have elevated your name, your nami nami, your ismigrami. And this is mentioned in Surah 94 and verse number 4. Chapter 94, verse 4. You must understand this. I'm giving you something to do with tafsir and the commentary of Noble Quran. Look at chapter 93, and that is Surah Wadduha. And 94 is Surah Al-Inshirah, Surah Al-Amnashirah. So 93 tells us of what happened to the Master, والسلام, before revelation. That did Allah not find you an orphan and made arrangement for your shelter? Allah Ta'ala found you. You did not have the Quran, the Sunnah, but Allah gave you the best of the best. And then wajadaka a'ilan that you in a poor family fa'agna Allah and reach you the most. So all that is before Nubuwa, before the revelation. And after the revelation is Alam Nashrah Lakasadrak, all that. So we need to know. And if you look at the Wahi, then if you look on the left hand side within brackets, you will see eleven and twelve. So it shows wahyan, also these surahs were revealed one after the other. And qira'atan and the tartib also is sequence that they one after the other. So what is the lesson? Habibuna sallam, was already elevated, elevated. Was, is, will always be elevated by all Allah. When my name is taken, all Allah's name, then your name, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa sallam, is taken as well. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Adhan, ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, ashadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. Now the Master, alayhi salatu salam, is facing so many challenges, so many problems. Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu, wealthy business person, people know him very well in the corporate world. He takes all his wealth, basically, and he spends it, remember that, when they're going for hijrah, battle of Tabuk, and here and there. Ma nafa'ani malu ahadin, qattu kama nafa'ani malu abi bakrin. Hadith Sahih, authentic hadith, open Mishka Sharif in that. So, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, So, when somebody does you so much favor, you want to also repay that person. So, by the command of Almighty Allah, Allah says, Ya Rasulullah, you marry Abu Bakr's ladli, you marry his daughter. So when she marries Nabi Salam, then what happens? She gets elevated, her father gets elevated, her mother Ummeruman gets elevated, the whole family of Siddiq gets elevated. See, I give you two, three incidents. When she lost her necklace the first time, so then Ayat of Tayyamum got revealed. When she lost the necklace second time, Allah Jalla Wala revealed Surah Nur, chapter 24, verses 11 to 26. So Usaid bin Hudayr, the Sahabi, says, if you look at it, it's something that Siddiqah Aisha did, which might be considered as wrong. 
But Allah loves her so much. Allah made it a blessing in disguise. So, so when you want to study this topic, so you need to look at it holistically. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam married Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha. When he was 25, the master alayhi she was 40. To show the ummah, I'm 52 years old now. And remember that, 53 and so forth. And now I'm marrying Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So you marry a young lady also with the permission of her father, her parents and so forth. And then she will tell the world all the things that happened, remember, in the household of Nabi Salam. The older wives won't do that. You must remember that. The younger wife, because she's the only virgin, so she went and said, and said the precedent for humanity and posterity, 2,210 ahadith. If you just turn the question the other way around, today in our beloved South Africa, go to your public schools and other schools and so forth. Go see how many girls, nine years old, 10 years old, 11 years old, are pregnant already. That is your secular, that is your Western stinking satanic system. You must remember that. On that, they will not object. You must remember that. They say, no, that is the freedom. So what freedom is that your nine-year-old daughter, ten-year-old daughter gets pregnant through fornication and that you allow. And here there is a pure system to show you and all my Allah exonerated here. Allah Ta'ala proved the innocence and exonerated her. For Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salatu salam, shahida shahidun min ahliha. For Sayyidina Maryam radiallahu anha, her son spoke. But for that Aisha, Siddiqa, Allah himself spoke. So understand what we are talking about. So it was to elevate the rank of Siddiqa and to elevate the rank of Siddiq, the Mustafa, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa married her. And if he wanted to marry, and he could marry in his young age also. But it was in the last 10 years or so. Why? To show the aim is not what the Orientalists and the enemies of Islam are saying, that it was lust and desire and passion. It was to show the world that I am Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I will marry the divorcee. I will marry the widow. I will marry the old lady. I will marry, you must remember, the young lady as well. Because all this will become sunnah for humanity and posterity. Mufti Saf, is it true that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala performed the nikah for one of the wives of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam? In the Quran, that if a person does not believe it, is out of the fall of Islam. So you must remember one Sahabi's name is mentioned in the noble Quran, Zaid bin Haritha. When Zaid radiallahu ta'ala anhu was growing up, so you must remember the people who, because he was in the house of Nabi alayhi salam, so the people, he's like adopted son, you know. So the people would call him Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad, like that. Almighty Allah revealed Surah 33, verse number 5. Ud'uhum li'aba'ihim huwa aqsatu in the law. You must call them the adopted sons, adopted daughters by their biological father's name. And that is, remember what is, what you will say, that is justice by Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. So now his name went back to the original Zaid bin Haritha. So now, obviously, he said, my connection to Nabi alayhi salatu is not there. 
But in the interim, Allah Ta'ala sent Wahi to Nabi alayhi salam to tell him for Zaid, he must get married to Zainab binti Jahsh. Zainab binti Jahsh was kind of jameelatan jiddan. She was very, very beautiful. And Zaid was not like that, you know. So you must remember this. So what happened was that then she said, like, you know, very reluctantly, okay, I'll marry him. Because the command is like that. Lo and behold, they were not compatible to one another. So remember that it ended up in divorce. Okay? But they did it, both of them, Zaid, for the love of Allah, Jalla And she, Sayyidah Zainab binti Jahsh, she did it for the love of Almighty Allah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So because you did it for the love of Allah, Jalla Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi never mind, it ended up in divorce. So, O oh Zaid, we're going to elevate your name, Tutla ila yawmil qiyamah, that this verse will be read till the day of qiyamah. فَلَمَّا قَضَى زَيْدٌ مِّنْهَا وَتَرَى When Zaid radiallahu ta'ala and now that the marriage finish and everything, it did finish. Chapter 33, Surah 33, verse 37. Now Allah Ta'ala now is going. So Zaid is the only Sahabi, Zaid bin Harisa. His name is mentioned in the Noble Quran. Chapter 33, verse 37. What about Zainab bin Tijash? So it did finish everything. Oh Zainab, you did everything, notwithstanding the fact that you were so beautiful, attractive, but you submitted, surrendered to Almighty Allah, to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Allah elevates you. Zawajnaqaha. So we got you, Ya Rasul Allah Sallallahu Alaihi married to her. Allah Jalla Wala performed her nikah as Allah Ta'ala performed the nikah of Nabi Adam salam, and Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu anha. But that happened in Jannah, in paradise. This happened in the world and therefore Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha, when she used to speak to the other co-wives, Sayyidah Aisha, Sayyidah Hafsa, Sayyidah Maimuna, like that Sayyidah Safiya and all of them would say your fathers, your family got you married. Allah Jalla Wala got me married and that is the fadl and grace and mercy of Allah chapter 33 verse number 37 so what we learn from here anything you do only for the love of Almighty Allah exclusively for the love of Nabi Salam. reward reward year after is beyond comprehension perception but in this world Allah will reward you also that is bansela that is a bonus and wahusna the optimum maximum handsome reward in the year after so that is the father the grace the mercy of all material Nabi Adam والسلام, is in Jannah no wife no life is very lonely ya landed wife allah gave him then for min nafsi wahida wa khalaqa minha zawja from him from him nabi adam alayhi salatu salam allah ta'ala created her sayda hawa radiyallahu anha quran says that and why liyaskuna ilayha so that you get sukood you get peace you get tranquility serenity if you are married and that house the whole day husband wife are fighting and so forth so it means they never even understood the purpose and the objective of nikah remember that so all my 
Almighty Allah says that we created her, she was in Jannah, and then the marriage was performed by Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, and then they got sukoon and peace. So who performed this nikah of Adam and Eve? So Almighty Allah himself performed it. Now what was the mahar? We know the mahar for azwaj mutahharat, the honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salam, and the Sayyid Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha is the same. So nowadays 22,000 rand, 23,000 rand. So we say mahar Fatimi for respect, otherwise it's mahar azwaj in Nabi sallallahu alayhi also. So we should be clear on that issue. So Almighty Allah tells us, informs us in chapter 7, and that is Surah A'raf and verse number 189. Chapter 7, verse 189. So now Nabi Adam nikah is performed to Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu anha. He wants to go and touch you. Oh, stop in your track, Adam. Ya Allah, what happened? You haven't paid mahar, pay the mahar. Therefore, the masla today also, the fatwa verdict is this. That ABC got married to XYZ. The nikah is done, is valid. But now he wants to fulfill the conjugal relationship with his wife. Wife can say, Mamnu Uddukhul. You can't enter, no entry. Why? Because you haven't paid. Pay the mahar. No pay, no play, Papa. <laughs> so you must remember these things here. See where it started, right in Jannah. You can't get busy with her and go touch her and all pay. Okay, I'll pay the mahar, ya Allah. What is the mahar? Send salawat, durood sharif upon Nabi al-Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa Go open Zadu Sa'id, you will find it there. So you must remember, that time already he had, he had to say, pay the mahar. And that was salawat, durood sharif upon Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa So therefore, now you are married, you paid the mahar, cash or kind, whatever you, money, clothing, jewelry, kruger coin, whatever you want to. But see the word I want to show you. Chapter 7 and verse number 189. So that he will get sukoon, peace, tranquility by her. So when he embraces her, when he touches her, but it's not for him only, it's for the ummah also. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us. Wamin ayatihi, wamin ayatihi, wamin ayatihi. The whole page Allah Ta'ala is speaking about his signs and his symbols and so forth. And then he says, Wamin ayatihi. An khalaqa lakum min anfusikum azwaja. It is a sign and symbol of Allah that he created for you, for your benefit, from your own species. Look at the haramis today. Look at the donkeys today. The one chap becomes a dog in Japan. The other chap in Mexico goes and marry a snake and so forth. Other one goes marry maybe a donkey or an elephant or whatever, crocodile and so forth. From your own species, Allah Ta'ala told you, Adam and Eve, Eve and Adam like that. So, Azwaja, why? Litaskunu ilayha. So when the husband, wife, then you get sukoon, peace, tranquility. And first when you get that, then the love will grow. Then the mawadda, mahabba will come, the love. Then warrahmana, you marry 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Not every day you have to tell your poppy, darling, sweetheart, I love you. Now you have to think that this lady, what what sacrifices she made for me, that she was ill, she was sick, yet she was cleaning the house, cooking the food, looking after the 
children and so many things she will think that this husband so good that this uh, sunshine snow or rain is to go out to work and so forth inna fi dhalika laayatil liqawmi yatafakkarun in this there are lessons you must remember for those people who wonder ponder and reflect Chapter 33, Surah Rum, and verse number 21. So what that teaches us? It teaches us, you must remember, that marriage, one of the primary objectives is sukoon, peace, tranquility. If you don't have that, then you see, ulama, they wrote, when marriage takes place, we're studying, we're discussing bliss of marriage. When marriage takes place and the hearts, they click, you and your wife, you click that you'll see eye to eye. The hearts are also joining together. Unity of thought. The body meets, the heart meets then. So then it becomes a house, becomes a home. The home becomes Dar es Salaam, a place of peace, serenity, tranquility. So that is a long, long honeymoon. It's like a small sample example of Jannah and Paradise. But when things don't work out, then marriage turns sour, everything goes pear-shaped. So remember, it's a sample example of Jahannam and the hellfire Allah protect us. Therefore, selection of spouse is so important. So therefore, every day you should be reading, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Every day you should be reading, Ya wadudu, ya wadudu, ya wadud. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Allahumma aslih zata baynina. And always seek, husband, you going to your wife. Wife, you going to your husband. Then before conjugal relationship, before being intimate, read Bismillah. See, again the name of Allah. Allahumma jannibna shaitan. Ya Allah, put the Satan, shaitan far, far away from us, husband and wife. And then, wa jannibi shaitan amar zaktana. Put Satan, Lucifer, shaitan far, far away from our progeny and our children and our Olad. But this hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Bismillahi, Allahumma jannibna shaitan, wa jannibi shaitan amar zaktana. So read that and your children will be pious. You don't do that, then see what are the ramification consequences. And this is happening today. Remember, 80%, 70% of the Muslim ummah involved in this today. They just hit and run, bang, wham, thank you, ma'am. You see, everything just quick, quick. And where they got time for Allah and dua and all these things? Yeah. So then, Surah 17, verse 64. Chapter 17, verse 64. وَشَارِكْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ وَإِدْهُمْ You Iblis, you Lucifer, you Shaitan, you Satan, you become partner of them in their wealth. Look at the amount of interest. Look at the amount of gabgal, unda, danda going on in our shops and business and warehouses and factories. So Satan becomes a partner there, you see. وَالْأَوْلَاد so when you enjoying yourself, Satan also is busy there. Why? Because we never read this dua. You see that? So look at then you don't expect the child really to become Kurata Ayun, you know. Then he becomes disrespectful, rebellious, and then you tell them, No, you can't go to university, your daughter, you say go fly a kite, we eat home. 
Shaitan promised them. Wama yaidu mushaitanu illa hurura. So Satan Lucifer promised them nothing except deception and he beguiled them. Chapter seventeen, verse sixty-four. Therefore, we have to protect ourselves, our children, even at the time when we are intimate and with our spouses and we are fulfilling conjugal rights. Islam taught us, today you guys know much more than me. I know nothing about this here, about the computers and the gadgets, but I hear they say you must put the firewall in the laptop, in the computer. You must keep it secure. So what are we putting the firewall for us against Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan? So these are the firewalls. They're the mechanism you use for protection for yourself and for your children. Otherwise, you must remember, you all can see what is happening today. Muftisab, does Samusa runs have any basis in Islam? Or is this also from the Lal Kitab? No, it's 100%. It's part of Islam. Mughira bin ta'ala and he got like engaged. When you get engaged, it's called khitbah. Bikasri al-kha, with a zair on the khe. So khitbah, both parties have just agreed, I will give you my son, you will give me your daughter, and so forth and so on. And when the actual nikah takes place, the marriage is solemnized and performed, so then it is khutbah, that is bidammil kha. So he, Mughira bin Shubai, he got fixed up. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa asked him, you saw her? He said, no. He said, go unzur ilayag. That, go see. That will bring about more mahabbat and love and so forth. So that is what Islam teaches you. Must. Even today, some families, they, they just fix up, you must remember. You don't have to go far. You just go 40, 50, 60 years in our own families. So you must remember my parents and them, they got married. Our grandparents got married. They never saw one another. You must remember that there were two family members. He said, Manji Chokri Tini, Anjo Chokro Tino, In my family, a daughter will be born. In your family, a son will be born. Then everything is sorted out. When they're 15 years old, 18 years old, we'll get them married. They never even saw one another. So remember this, so Islam says, no, let them see one another, but don't allow them to be alone. لا يخلوان رجل بمرأتين إلا وثالث ما شيطان. It must never happen that there's a strange male and strange female. They alone in privacy, but the third party will be Satan, Shaitan, Iblis, Lucifer will be there. Authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif. So you must keep the poisa. Who is the poisa? The guardman. So the uncle of that lady, the father of that lady, the brother of that lady. So all that. And you can't say, no, I got married, but I didn't see her and so forth. So in Islam, all that is good. But sometimes our people, they want to go overboard. She, the lady, can show her face to the person, her hands, and say, but now these guys, they use this. Second time you want to go, he'll tell her, show me your hair, little bird. Then he will say, they take out all your scarf and all that. Then he will say, no, show me your legs, little bird, pick up your ijar and all that. So all the haram, all these things here. Yeah. So only the face, you must remember, and the hands you can show. Not that, show me this, show me this, show me this. And by the time you finish up, there will be nothing left, you must remember that. <laughs> so that is haram, obviously. So everything must be 
that you must work within the parameters of the Sharia, not according to your own whims and fancies and desires. Muftisar, please explain certain organizations who say it is fine for females and male bodies to meet if there's no fitna. All haram, all these things there. So remember, is these are the people who zayyana lahumu shaitanu a'malu. In this day and this age, you come and tell me there is no fitna. You must remember that everywhere you go, there is fitna. You must remember that. This morning, the advice I gave in the masjid. We just went, the imam started, Surah Fatiha. He's reading beautifully. And there's so much noise going on there. So in my nasiha, I gave... I said, yeah, there are students studying. You, the public, comes. Quran says, وَإِذَا قُرِيَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِئُوا لَهُ وَأَنْسِتُوا لَأَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ When Quran is being read, the Imam is reading beautifully, but you're all making so much noise. Quran says, فَاسْتَمِئُوا لَهُ كَثْرَةُ الْحُرُوفِ تَدُلُّ عَلَى كَثْرَةِ الْمَعَانِ The more letters there are in the word, the more emphasis there in, in the meaning. So not listen, listen attentively. Well, be silent, and we kicking up a record here inside the masjid. So Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, Raf'ul aswat fil masajid. People will raise their voices in the masjid, the sign of Qiyamah. You're inviting Allah's punishment. We in salat, alladheena hum fi salatim khoshi'un. You're making so much noise, we can't concentrate, nothing. So remember, today fitna is everywhere. Say, no, we will give them this. So I'll give you a poison, but you will feel better. You understand? So, there's a, so that is a nonsense. They talk absolutely haram. Quran Sharif says, Wala taqrabu zina. Quran Sharif says, Wala muttakhidina akhdan. Wala muttakhidati akhdan. There's no place for boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend. There's no place for going there. So all that, this organization should hang their heads in shame. They are a disgrace to Islam and to the Muslims. So Sheikh Yusuf Kardawi wrote something very nice in his book Al-Halal Wal-Haram. In the Muqaddama introduction, he wrote, Good intentions cannot justify haram actions. It's a very good usul. Good intention cannot justify haram actions. You know, my intention is good. So therefore in Bukhari, it comes in Umar who say, today people say, don't judge us. There's no such thing, don't judge us. We pass the verdict according to the prima facie evidence and Allah Ta'ala knows what is in the hearts that Allah will do on day of justice. But we have to pass the verdict, what we see, the superficial. So that is our Islam and that is the Sharia. Okay, Jazakallah Khairan. So 12 o'clock will be the news with Moana Zahid Khan eh, or with Brother Suleiman. So you must remember... So news with Suleiman, with Suleiman. So Suleiman Esop, inshallah, the news will be. And thereafter, inshallah, the English lecture with Sultan Abdul Hamid. The Sultan Abdul Hamid, you must be careful. You must always say Sultan Abdul Hamid Asani. So he was the second one. There's not a Sultan Abdul Hamid, so he was the first one. So he's Sultan Abdul Hamid, the second one. He's the famous one. He ruled for over 30 years in the Ottoman Empire by Mufti Muhammad Aku. Then 1 o'clock will be Adhan, and then 1.30 will be Tafsir of Surah Baqarah. 
Baqarah verses 189 to 190. Then 130 to 2 will be from the archive, Surah Kahf verses 58 to 64. 2 o'clock will be 2 to 3 current affairs, Brother Yusuf Ali. 3 to 3.35, the repeat of this morning's Q&A with Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan. Very interesting, mashallah. Listen to it. Listen to this one also very good. And 3.35 to 4 will be about death and janazah. Everybody's house, sooner or later, you're going to have janazah. Then what must you do? So with Hafiz Muhammad Bera and myself, so that's 3.35 to 4. 4 to 5 will be, now this you need to understand, we're all guilty of it, 90%. Ehsan karke apne ehsan ko So when you do a favor to a person, don't keep on reminding, I gave you this, I did this for you, I did you this favor. If we did finish, we did for Allah Allah's sake and carrying on. But we keep on reminding, that's not right in Islam. Then 5 to 7 will be Moana Khalid Yaqub. Then 7 to 7.30, the repeat of the tafsir, Surah Baqarah, verses 189 to 190. And then 7.30 to 8, Moana Durwesh Siddhat. And then 8 to 10, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan, one month after dinner. So that are the programs, inshallah, Aziz, make dua for all of us and the Ummah at large, especially what's happening in India and Palestine. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.